The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to explore the power of unlocking anonymous visitor identification. Joining us is Nick Lissette, who is the CEO of the Black Pearl Group, which is your go-to solution for identifying and engaging with your website visitors. Black Pearl Group has recently launched a product called Pearl Diver, which is a feature-rich platform that helps you transform anonymous traffic into quality leads to boost conversions and revitalize your email marketing strategies. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, the Black Pearl Group is also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. Yesterday, Nick and I talked about how to unlock anonymous visitor identification, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how site visitor ID enhances lead gen. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Nick Lissette, the CEO of the Black Pearl Group. Nick, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you for having me back, Benjamin. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Always good to talk to one of our sponsors. And I'm excited to continue our conversation where yesterday we talked about what visitor identification is, how you can understand the people that are visiting your websites, even if they're not giving you their contact information. And it's not just about saying, okay, well, Nick came to my website. I guess he should be my prospect now. You have to look at the data over time to understand what people's behaviors are, how often they're engaging, are they receiving your other emails. You get a better picture of who is in your ICP and what their actions are by understanding this anonymous data source. So let's talk a little bit about how we make the rubber meet the road here. How can you use visitor identification to actually turn the people visiting your website into your leads? So I think about it in the terms of a prime customer profile, less ideal customer profile, highly engaged, lightly engaged. So if you imagine that on a quadrant, ideally what we all want in the business world is highly engaged prime customers. But the reality is that not everyone comes through that way. So what we talk about is creating audiences. Create audiences and then treat each of those audiences differently. Cater your performance, if you will, to the audience. So if you have your prime customers that are highly engaged, they're typically great to close, great to send straight through to a sales team, right? And that's a given. What do you do with the rest? 
So typically you take a softer approach, which would be uh, newsletters or drip email to either take a prime customer and warm them up or a subprime customer and get them to find the person in the organization that may be you know, a better match for you to speak to. Where I really love using this information is to get more on the top of the funnel as well. So what you can do with this information is get your prime customers and then use that to create lookalike audiences with Facebook or Google or directly retarget those individuals. So when we talk about saving time and money, put your time and your money into the people that are most likely to convert. So rather than having to retarget everyone that's turning up to your website, just retarget those which are most likely to buy. Where I thought you were going to go when you were describing the two-by-two of the level of engagement and the customer profile is when you get someone who is in your ICP, looks like someone that can and would be interested in buying your product, and they're showing that they're engaged in your products or service, would be directly to reach out to them. You have their email address. You have their phone number. Hey, I see that you were on IHearEverything.com because you visited the site 30 times. Never mind how I got your information. I'm reaching out to you to see if you have any questions about the website. There's the creep factor, right? Hey, how did you get my information? How do you know I was on the website even though I am interested in your product or services? Or is just this, say, uh, you know, a lucky timed email? How do you figure out how to do or should you do direct outreach to the people who you are identifying on your website if you think that they're hot leads, people that you want to be your customers? Soft touch is the word, like going gently. So I would suggest if you are going to email someone, would be something along the lines of, Hi, Benjamin, just introducing myself. It's Nick here from Pearl Diver. If you have any questions about our service or alternatively, if I could put you in contact with some of our technical engineers, if you've got technical questions, just reach out. I'm always here to help. Thanks. That's the email. That's all that email needs to be. All you're trying to do is fish a response back. Thanks, Nick. I'll be in touch. Or then use the email tracking component of Pearl Diver to see if people are engaging with that. Then you can have a second email after that. So you're not really saying, hey, I saw you're on our website. Well, who wants to hear that, right? You're just there and you're being friendly and you're being helpful. And I heard you say on the end, the last podcast, which is look after your customers. Well, that's exactly right. Be helpful is looking after them and be helpful. Don't try and sell to anyone on that first email. There's a lot of nuance with how you phrase that email. And I guess the question that I have is, should you reference that you know in some capacity that the person has engaged with your brand? Hey, I'm reaching out to see if you had any questions about our website. When you say about our website, that infers I know you visited the website. If you say, hey, I'm Nick and I'm the CEO of Black Pearl and I wanted to introduce our product to you, here's a description of Black Pearl. If you have questions, I'm always here for you. That basically infers, well, I don't know if you visited the website. Like, what's the line here of inferring, yes, I know that you're interested, you have visited the website, or I'm going to pretend like I just randomly reached out and, oh, by the way, I'm going to restate information you know because I know you visited the website. How do you figure out the right touch there? 
Well, I guess we have an unfair advantage in knowing how to that because we've literally processed billions of emails <laughs> over a 10-year period. So we know a fair bit about what makes a good email and what makes a bad email. So here's all the do's and do nots about email. Firstly, I'm a huge advocate for making sure that on that initial outreach, your email branding is on point. It is your first impression. First impressions are everything. If you have a shabby looking email, then you're already kind of encroaching into these people's territory. So your trust is paramount, right? So make sure your email branding's on point. And whether you use Blackpool Mail on your old stamp or whatever your current product or someone else's one, make sure you have that in place. The second thing is infer that they have been on the website, not, hey, I can see you're looking at our website. I would just, again, introduce myself and say, hi, if you've got any questions about our service, reach out. We're in a modern world where people know about the power of data and it's sort of basically understood that in most instances, you're going to know when you're getting tracked. So I think the horse has bolted on that being a problem a couple of years ago. So with our customers and what we see from, again, lots of emails coming out is if you approach in a helpful way, that it's usually really, really well received. All right. So you have your email outreach channels, and you mentioned before you can take the user profiles that you're able to collect through anonymous data and put them into performance marketing channels to directly retarget the people that are visiting your website. You can create lookalike audiences. What are some of the other lead gen tactics you could use with your anonymous visitor identification? The prime ones are exactly what you mentioned. So you've got a newsletter, which is the lightest touch. You've got drip email, which is a little bit more. You've got a direct out personalized outreach from a salesperson. And then you've got all what I'd call the cloud cover. So that would be your paid marketing that you are doing to help get those other touch points in place with those people, which is the paid performance marketing. So the other ones that we really see once you've identified them to convert them along. But again, I always say to people, put your sell to the best and grow the rest. And ideally, what we're trying to help people find are the pearls, <laughs> those ones that are prime customers that are highly engaged, that are good to go. It's all the common channels you know, except you've got a little bit of better information on how you go around reaching out to them because you've got all this detail you never had before. Sell to the best and grow the rest. Something I've never heard before. Really? Something I am absolutely going to steal moving forward. No, that's brilliant. Oh, good. Take it. Because we've talked about it before and we keep saying about, oh, time and money is a scarce resource, right? With Black Pearl Group, all our products and services are focused at small to medium-sized businesses. While we have some big entities on board, I would argue that our company doesn't really truly understand the plight of an enterprise business. But boy, oh boy, do we understand the plight of a solopreneur, of a small company, of people with one employee to 250 employees. And I can bet you that the business owner, the marketing executives, the sales team, they are running around. They may be multitasking, doing multiple jobs. It is, a, especially if you're a business owner, life is tough. And the money that you're spending in the company is often your money. So you need to make sure that goes in the right place. And you can't afford chasing tiger because you can't afford chasing someone that can't make a decision this month or next month or maybe never. You need to know who you're going to focus your precious time in every day. And if you're going to spend money on retargeting through pay-to-play channels, do not waste it on people that are never going to buy from you. 
you can hear I feel really passionate about that because, again, that's my background that I've come from. It's my money on the line when I've started companies and I hate wasting money. I hate wasting it and I certainly hate wasting my time. Time and money are precious resources. You need to understand who you should be selling to and allocate your time to those relationships to directly sell and then try to grow the rest of the relationships to be your future prospects. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Nick Lissette, the CEO of Black Pearl Group. Join us again tomorrow when Nick and I wrap up our conversation talking about strategic visitor identification insights. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Nick, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website, which is pearldiver.io. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even apply to be the next guest speaker on the MarTech Podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.